0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short and I'm so glad to have you along today. As we get into the Word of God, talk about it, allow it to mold our life, our values, our beliefs, our actions, pray over it. There's power in the Word of God. We've been speaking a bit about education. The question I'd like to ask today is, is there ever a case against too much education? Can you ever, as was once, so cleverly pointed out or said, can you be educated beyond your intelligence? Can you be educated to the point where it becomes dangerous? And a question along this line that many people ask, are evangelicals against education? We often speak out against things being taught in the public schools and against certain things in the universities, and it can be implied that we're against education. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. As I said yesterday in in American history, 123 of the first 125 universities or colleges and universities established in America were established by churches or Christian organizations. They were established to teach people. It was understood that to properly teach people the Bible, you need to be an educated person and people were educated to learn about God. Indeed, theology was the queen of all sciences. We have biology as the study of life. We have uh, zoology, the study of animals. We have geology, the study of the earth. Theology was the study of God, and this was the, thought to be the, the, the study that brought all other areas of intellectual inquiry together. And indeed, we should continue to believe that because all truth comes from God and all that's been created and made is for God and His glory. From Him and through Him and to Him are all things. Well, there's a problem in modern day education. It's become so influenced by secular humanism and one aspect of secular humanism believes that people are essentially good and our only problem is ignorance. And only, the only reason people <coughs> misbehave or act wrong is, is ignorance. And so, therefore, the solution is education. The solution to the world's problems is education. And along this lines, there is the belief that education equals virtue. The the more education, the more virtuous. Not much education. If you're ignorant, you have no virtue. You're you're not a good person. But education makes you a good person. Now, obviously, the the, the ironic aspect of this is modern education has difficulty defining what's good. It kind of leaves it up to each person to figure it out. And there are very few Moral absolutes in today's education, the primary one being equality, diversity, inclusion, things of this nature. But there's in in areas where we traditionally think of what's good, what is a good person, much of that's been rejected by our modern-day education, particularly in the areas of the family relationships and the sexual relationship. What's the problem with, with believing? That knowledge equals virtue. It leaves out several important aspects of what we as Christians believe. Number one, we do believe we have a spiritual enemy, and our enemy is a deceiver. He's a liar. He's smart in a sense. He's he's smart in a in a in the wrong type of word. He has a degree of intelligence. He understands certain things about human beings. The primary thing he knows how to do is deceive. How to lie well. He's an expert liar. And lying is information. He lies to us about things that he makes things seem smart, seem intelligent, seem reasonable to the human mind. And we've got to never forget this. So, the first problem with believing that knowledge equals virtue is our own human frailty, our own human. ability to be misled and to be wrong by the deceiver. Romans Romans 1 talks about this professing to be wise they became fools. People who think they're right when they're wrong. This is what deception is. People who are deceived don't think they're wrong. People who are deceived think they're right, but they're wrong. This is the very definition of deception. Romans 12:15 tells us that the devil deceives the whole world. And so we must come to knowledge in our pursuit of knowledge with the humility that acknowledges our own capacity, ability, and even probably more than potential probability that apart from God, we can be deceived more easily than we realize. The second problem with knowledge We've got to be aware of it's found in 1 Corinthians 8, verse 1, where we read this knowledge makes arrogant, love edifies. Or one translation says, knowledge puffs up, love builds up. You've probably known people who, uh, uh, you know, the know it alls, who kind of just destroy you with their knowledge, they're arrogant. They're 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 not loving at all. They tear people down with their knowledge. They seek to destroy people with their knowledge. Knowledge can make people arrogant, and we've got to be careful that it doesn't happen to us. Now, this is not a statement against knowledge. This is not saying that we shouldn't be learning things. When the Bible talks about knowledge, many, many times it mentions it. And there's only like two times in the whole Bible where it speaks of knowledge negatively. But this is one warning that we should be careful about it. Jesus also spoke about this in Matthew chapter 11, where he says that God has hidden these things, the spiritual truths, from the wise and intelligent and has revealed them to babes. For yes, this was well-pleasing in his sight. Sometimes God hides it from the know-it-alls. Why? Because of their pride, their arrogance. God opposes the proud. He gives His wisdom to the humble. He reveals truth to the humble. Our God reveals mysteries, insight, understanding to humble people. You know this. I know this. You've probably known some. I've known people who with don't even have a high school education, but they have common sense. They have wisdom. They understand people. They're, they're brilliant, and they're loving and they're humble with the wisdom that God has given them, and they have a mighty impact on people, even though they don't have the degrees to show it. We've got to be careful that knowledge, an education that just makes you arrogant and doesn't bring within it within the corresponding levels of love and desire to help other people, that just makes you arrogant. Watch out, that's a dangerous thing. Knowledge can make you arrogant, and actually, in that pride, cause God to oppose you. Well, this also leads to, the, this is related to the next point. In 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 5, Peter says this, Now for this very reason, applying all diligence, in your faith, supply moral excellence. In your moral excellence, knowledge. In your knowledge, self-control. In your self-control, perseverance. In your perseverance, godliness. In your godliness, brother, brotherly kindness. In your brotherly kindness, Christian love. Notice the, where he puts knowledge. After moral excellence. Faith first, moral excellence second. And then knowledge followed then by self-control. There's something about moral excellence, virtue that that must come before knowledge and this virtue comes from faith in God we saw yesterday proverbs 1 verse 7 the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge without a fear of god you're not even at the first base of being able to really learn what learn the knowledge that you should have in the proper right way without it being skewed improperly the fear of the Lord's beginning. So your faith, in your faith, moral excellence, that faith begins to change your life. And then that makes you open and receptive to knowledge in the proper good way. My friends, without this fear of God, without moral excellence, knowledge can become a dangerous thing. We know this. I mean, people say, no, no, all knowledge is good and all knowledge is virtue. Well, the Nazis had knowledge. We, we, we sometimes need to remember that they were perhaps the most educated nation on the planet at the time of Nazism. And the scientific experiments they performed and the, uh, on, on human beings that, had, that, were dis, that were depraved and evil were done by smart people, educated people, intelligent people. But people had no fear of God. People have, do not have moral excellence. In our day, We continue to see this. My goodness, we we decry abortion. But do we realize abortions are being performed by smart people, educated people, by doctors. In the realm of science, there are smart people, educated people, people who know all about uh, amazing scientific truths, but they are involved in despicable activities, Look at today in the rise of the redefining of what gender means and, and the damage being done to tons of young people about gender reassignment and, and this is knowledge, this is information. These are smart people. But where the, where's their moral anchor? Where's their virtue? And indeed, as in our world today, as there we talk about, is there a conflict between science and religion? Well, often, yes, there's no there's no conflict between true science, the seeking of truth from God and true faith in, a, in the true living God. But when you have a humanistic science that has no root or no foundation in God and no moral anchor in the truth found in, in, in God, then yes, there are conflicts with what Scripture says. And with God. Yes, there are conflicts between humanistic, secular, atheistic, materialistic science and the living God found in the Christian faith. You better believe it. But there is no conflict between true science, the knowledge, the truth of God, the truth of science found with the truth of God. That's one and the same. Men without God, men without moral virtue, as defined by our creator can become quite intelligent and can, and can come up. They can build their tower of Babel. They can do their great things in rebellion against God. And we best be careful and watch out. And so my friends, can you ever be educated beyond where you should be? Yes. When, when your education outstrips your morality when your education outstrips your virtue, when you're being educated to the point where you've, you've left God behind long ago and now you're just on your own, you're open to deception, you're open to demonic influences, you're open to becoming proud where God will oppose you and you just might, might build that Tower of Babel that rather than bringing about moral excellence brings about great evil even though performed by smart people let's be careful amen father we pray and we come to you today and we humble ourselves we acknowledge lord our own as human beings our own propensity to being deceived by the evil one father we live in a day when there is so much knowledge available to us we are in the information age lord we're in a time when when the information available at our fingertips through the internet it's just unprecedented. And we can hear almost anything and learn almost anything and we confess and acknowledge Lord sometimes we can't discern what's true and what's not. Sometimes what's not true is dressed up to look quite pretty. And we can be quite deceived. And we also want to confess Lord that that we can learn so much that we become self-sufficient and proud and think we're smarter than God. And indeed, Lord, my mind goes now to how many students on campus I've met who think they're smarter than you and they're more moral and upright than you and that they're better than you and their great learning, even at a tender young age, their great learning has created great arrogance. Oh, Father, we ask you for to have mercy. Might we not fall into these traps? Might our children and grandchildren not fall in these traps? Might you deliver us, Lord, our nation we're just so susceptible and so many have fallen into this great sin. Have mercy upon us, we pray. And Father, we pray that with our own lives and with our children and grandchildren, that the quality of our education would the quality of what we learn academically and intellectually. Would be matched and even outstrengthened by our moral excellence. We pray, Father, that the young people in our, in our lives and we influence would be taught virtue, would be taught goodness. Help us, Lord, to realize that education is more than just uh, arithmetic or science. It really is values. It really how do we treat people? How do we acknowledge God? It must be centered in virtue. It might, Lord, we, we acknowledge that, that we are by nature sinful people and we must be taught what is good. We must be taught what is right. We must be taught the golden rule, how to treat others. We must be taught to be humble with the knowledge that we have and gracious and generous with the blessings we've received. We pray, Father, that, that our great learning would not make us arrogant, self-sufficient and proud. It would make us rather we would have moral excellence, causes us to be grateful to the giver of all truth and knowledge. We acknowledge it all comes from you, and you have blessed us, and we are grateful. We receive the things you teach us. I pray, Father, you'd raise up many Christian people who excel tremendously in the intellectual world, but also, and even more importantly, they have the foundation of moral excellence upon which they built their their academic excellence. We pray for this next generation. We pray for us. We pray that this, these things will be true of us. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Okay, folks. Hey, this is important stuff because this is, this is where a lot of the cultural battle in America is going on. This is where it gets down to some real roots of our education. And it relates to you and your children and your grandchildren. And so I pray that we'll have wisdom here. From God. I hope you will share this video with others who are considering their education, the education of their children, the routes they want to take, whether homeschool, Christian school, public school. I hope that this will help you as you pray for the youth, the next generation, and I hope it will guide you in your thinking. Let's be humble people. Oh, we're not against education, we're not against intellectual excellence. We just want to have built on the foundation of the fear of God. Moral excellence, humility, and gratitude to the one from whom all truth comes. Amen. God bless you. So glad to have you along with us today. I hope you come back. We're here every morning and and uh, eight thirty a.m. live throughout the day. You can listen and you can hear the podcast if you search Tom the Preacher on Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. So until we meet tomorrow, God bless you. Fill you with His strength. Might His face shine upon you. Might He fill you with His peace. We'll see you tomorrow.